how would you like to make $40,000 per month after being in business just one year? Hey, this is Jared Krause, host of the Buying Online Businesses podcast. And in this episode, I'm talking with Mark Mars from Niche Website Builders, who have been absolutely changing people's lives with their content creation and backlink building services. They've been helping people scale their online businesses and quit their jobs. And it's just seriously awesome to see. Specifically in this podcast episode, Mark and I talk about how a client of theirs went from making no money online to building a $1.6 million business within 12 months. That makes them $40,000 per month and how they did it, what steps they took to actually build that asset up. We also talk about when you're buying a website business or when you're growing a website business, how to identify a winning horse so you can back that winning horse. We talk about the profit being in the purchase and how to make sure that you can find that profit within the purchase when you're buying a website business. Mark and I also talk about content creation. We talk about how many articles you should be publishing per month when you're first starting out with your first content website and then how you can scale that as you continue to grow your business. We also talk about how to rank for higher keywords or harder to rank keywords with Mark's tomb rating SEO strategy. It's actually the niche website builders uh, tomb rating SEO strategy that they've coined. And it's a really, really cool way to start ranking for higher keywords and bringing in more traffic and taking that traffic from competitors into your site. We also talk about why you should be going after and creating informational content over commerce content and how that can help you win. We also talk about backlink building. Backlink building is a big strategy that they use to grow the authority of sites, which actually helps websites to rank for higher keywords. We talk about when to start building backlinks, when you're first when you're first starting a website or when you first bought a site, and then when you at what stage through your business do you need to start building backlinks? We talk about what type of backlink building strategies you can use and then when to use those and why to use those different type strategies uh, for different reasons in your business and your content site. Now there's so much more in this uh, episode. It's so jam packed. You're absolutely going to love it. But before you get stuck in, I wanted to let you know, don't go away and buy a website without any help, without understanding how to do due diligence. Get my due diligence framework 2.0, which a lot of people have been raving about, which will help you with knowing what to look out for when buying a website. It includes the questions you need to be asking the seller and asking about the business to be able to buy the business without any guesswork. It takes the guesswork out of buying a business. So check that out at buyingonlinebusinesses.com forward slash free resources. There's other awesome resources on that page you can check out too. Let's dive in. Today's episode is brought to us by Niche Website Builders, which is a company a few of my clients are using and have used for content creation and link building services. They do everything from start to finish. So from keyword research all the way to uploading your completed article for you. We've also had Bob members buy ready-made affiliate sites built by niche website builders. So if you're looking to outrank your competitors' content and build better backlinks, Niche Website Builders and I have a special deal for you. Head to nichewebsite.builders forward slash Bob. I'll put a link in the show notes for you. But again, that's www.nichewebsite.builders forward slash Bob. Mark, welcome back. Hey, Jared. 
How you doing? Yeah, good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, very well, very well. That's, Happy New Year. That's good. So we have some awesome things to talk about. Like, I'm just really excited. Before we even discussed pre-recording what we were going to chat about, I had some really cool questions that I want to ask you that I'm still going to ask as well. Uh, but for those who are listening, go back to episode 109 that I did with Mark Mars on how to structure your content. And now we're going to talk about scaling. But first and foremost, what a, one of my first questions I had for you, Mark, was what's one, one case study that we could use of a client that you have um, that you've gotten great results with that we can break down and I can ask questions within how you actually, how that evolved, how that they you got that result for this client. So uh, tell us what's, you know, in, in one or two sentences, what's the, what's one of the case studies we, you'd like to use that we can break down to explain how to go from a couple of hundred dollars per month to, you know, $10,000 $10, or more? Yeah. So, I mean, the best, the the kind of the, the runaway best kind of case study I guess we've got right now is um, clients started working with us just over a year ago. So it was like November, December, a year passed. And um, uh, he started from zero. We built a site for him. Um, he bought he bought an uh, age domain and, and built a site on that. And it's uh, over the course of a year, it's kind of, we've scaled that up with him and from, we'll go into the tactics and stuff. We'll be on for that, but it's now only just under $40,000 a month, um, which means, you know, a 40 X multiplier, it's worth 48 or 106, $1.6 million, something like that um, right now. So not, not bad for, for a year's work. <laughs> it's amazing for a year's work. And I'd love to, I want to break that down. So he's gone from within one year, buying an age domain, and making 40 grand a month and having an asset worth 1.6 million. Now, people are listening to this and they're like, I get me this now, please. Like, sign me up, Mark. I'm, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> but that's aggressive growth. Uh, and there's some things that may hold people back between get going from that, you know, zero to 40K a month with this asset value. And some people can't stomach spending how much money that he may be spending on that aggressive growth. Um, and I know that the more the business earns, the more that he can roll into it and stuff like that. Um, but let's break that down. So how did he choose a domain? Okay, so, I mean, in reality, so we, we started with um, three or four sites with him. So he was, uh, he, he's, he's brand new into the website investing world, which makes it even better because it's his best site. So he's got high expectations of the next one, right? But oh, yeah. I said, you know, well, I guess the disclaimer is like, you know, this doesn't happen like every time. And, you know, although we've got like more modest successes for people along the way and we're, we've got clients where they've managed to quit their job through working with us and like build sites for them, you know, they're not all like, they don't all get to 1.6 million after a year. Like, mm -hmm. it's, you know, it, isn't, it just doesn't work like that. But so we started working with uh, like four sites with him um, uh, because he, he was he was really, ke really keen to get a portfolio going. Um, but this site in particular, like clearly was taking off faster than the others. And we were, all of them were age, uh, built on age domains. So we're very fond of age domains and these website builders. They can very much reduce the, 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 uh, the time for which you start making money and the yeah. site starts to take off because you sort of bypass that, that sandbox period or it can help to bypass that sandbox period. But this was, this was, um, clearly showing it was a winner. And if you do have the investment, it's quite, a good way of doing it. It's the way that Adam and I work quite often is we'll spin up a bunch of sites over the course of a year and one or two will show clearly that they've, they've got more traction than the others. So then you just direct your attentions and, 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 and investment into those ones that are taking off. 
Um, so this one was clearly taking off. He he bought the domain himself. He got it at auction. Um, he got it for what seemed at the time a ridiculous price um, because Adam and I were watching this domain on auction as well, and we were interested in it, and we, like, pulled out, like, way before he did. I won't say what he spent, but it was it was, it was, it was a lot. Okay. <laughs> and the domain was good. Oh, are we able to, um, to say, uh, you know, is it four or five figures? Five figures. Five figures. Okay. Five so figures. Just, just for people to understand, I just – the reason I stop you there, Mark, is because some people are like, oh, I could spend four grand on a domain and great, you know. Uh, but the success of good. the success of this has really been built on premium, premium domain, premium content, probably premium links. Um, so yeah, I think yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's fair to say that. I mean, yeah. but except but this domain was particularly good because uh, it was it was. It was to do with uh, like a famous individual connected to a famous individual and therefore it had loads of like really high quality backlinks associated with it. So the domain authority or the domain rating of the site wasn't particularly high, but it did have some really good quality backlinks and it was connected in this way. You wouldn't have necessarily said this was this was a dead cert because he paid what he paid for it. Um, and we can, you can still have great success with domains that cost you one or two thousand dollars. I've got yeah. one in my portfolio, which after a year is doing three hundred ses three hundred thousand sessions a month. It was a DR twelve, and it cost me like you know very low four figures uh, to acquire that one. And I'm up to no, no no link building and done like three hundred posts, and it's three hundred thousand sessions. You know, so you, you can still do it. Like mm. it doesn't mean because he paid that that was anything particularly special, but. He did, and and he said at the time. I remember, he said, "He said, I think I probably overpaid for this one, but like, here you go. Um, mm -hmm. He's got a site on it, um, and I think he was kind of attracted to the fact that he'd be connected to this famous individual. Yeah, um, yeah. So that kind of helped. So um, it, just because he did pay a lot for that doesn't mean that was the reason necessarily for the success. That it wasn't because he paid a lot. It, 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 that was the reason. Like, it, oh, of course, it was probably overpriced. If that makes sense. Yeah, overpriced, but all the other things he stacked in his favor, right? Like getting some content mm -hmm. made by you, getting a good website made by you. I'm sure it had some premium links already to that domain, but getting uh -huh. more premium links um, with a new site as well. Like there's so many things that he would have stacked in his favor to get to that point. Now, I want to yeah. ask for somebody that's listening and they're like, all right, cool, I've already got a site. And uh, I'm making a couple of hundred dollars. Maybe they're making $500 a month. They want to get, they want to double their business, right? And of course they want to get to the 40 grand a month range as well. But there's some steps you need to take to get to that. What does it look like going from $500 a month to $1,000 a month in terms of how much content should somebody be, you know, publishing? Uh, and then at what stage do we start? looking at link building and, and guest posts and all that sort of stuff. And I know this is going to be very subjective and it's going to be so many, it yeah. depends. This is going to be general advice. So this is a disclaimer because not every niche is the same. Not every website is the same uh, and not every business model uh, in terms of revenue is the same. Right. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, it depends on so, so many different factors. Mm. Like, you know, we've, we've seen sites with like, you know, uh, you know, 50, 100 posts doing, you know, a, a lot of sessions. Um, and, and then we've seen, quite, you know, sites that have hundreds of posts not not doing, not you know, maybe doing equivalent, equivalent number. So mm. um, 
I think what, what I would say is that, um, you know, when we work with our age domains, we kind of just ignore like links for the most part or, or always there's generally this like kind of lower hanging fruit there's there's enough low hanging fruit for the authority of the domain to yeah. go after content for quite a long period yeah. before you have to start before you drain that dry and you mm-hmm. go right now we need to compete for higher stuff and then we need to start thinking about link building you know i would say that like most of the time we, we never get to that point like where we need to in, invest in, in that because the, the niche is generally there's there's enough to go on and and, and we can do that but um now, if you're starting from from scratch with a site um, with a, a no domain authority, like it's a brand new domain, then at some point you're going to have to consider that probably a little bit sooner. Um, and the thing about links is the early, the first ones you get are the most the mo- they're going to make the most difference because if you're going from zero to five or zero to ten links, is makes much bigger impact than going from uh, you know 250 to 260 links <laughs> yeah it's diminishing returns right so yeah like if you can get a few links that can make the world a difference um mm-hmm. kind of kick-starting things off so that's a great point um, yeah i want to come back to something that you said that i hope people heard is that when you get to a certain point with content and you want to start ranking for harder keywords i guess you would call them or keyword phrases uh, you need to, you know, you want to build a bit of authority so you can, you can actually rank for those. This is, this is something very, very important for people that are around that couple of hundred dollar range is they, they may be starting off with trying to rank for too high keywords and not getting those rankings. And that's one reason, right? Is because they don't have the, the authority to do so yet. Yep. So how does one work out the, the ratio of, authority versus ranking one you know ranking for higher or harder keywords to rank for how do you go about how do you go about that how do you think about that that somebody could take away and use for themselves <laughs> yeah so yeah a couple of things there. i think one it's um it's worth considering that um and a lot of a lot of sites that we start now um well all of the sites we start now especially if we're starting on a fresh domain we talk about um Building, uh, creating informational content first. So don't go after commercial kind of content because that's just generally a harder space to, to, to work in. So you yeah. want to go after the, 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 the informational content. And we found as well that once you, you know, if you go after the informational content, you can start to build some traction. You can start to get some traffic. Google starts to take notice. And, and once you've done that, then you can kind of start expanding out into commercial stuff and more challenging stuff if you want to go down the affiliate route. Now, ad networks pay so well these days, you might not want to. You might just carry on with the uh, the informational content. And increasingly, we're seeing that more and more of clients, that the balance is definitely shifting more towards informational content because of mm-hmm. its ease of ranking compared to um, to uh, yeah to, to commercial content. So yeah. I've, I've forgotten your question specifically so, about uh, the balance. So... I agree. Uh, I, I like the fact that you like go for informational content because it's easier to rank for commercial. For people listening, that you know, commercial and a product, people that have are spending like tens to hundreds of thousand dollars a month just on those keywords um, on ads, let alone them ranking for you know those organically. So it's very hard to compete with a low DR site. But my question was, Mark, is when somebody has a smaller site or they're starting out, they're making a couple of hundred dollars a month yeah, and they, they're, they're getting to a point where they, they, 
they're not really getting that much more traffic because they need to go for higher keywords uh, or target higher keywords and rank for higher keywords with new content, but they don't have the DR to do so. How do they work out when they're at that level of like, oh, I, I need to get a DR and, and buy, do some backlink building? Yeah. So I think, I mean, depending on the space that you're in, that could be quite a long time, right? But yeah. so something that we... We use quite heavily. We use some uh, a, st- a strategy uh, for keyword research um, that we've <laughs> we've given a special name called Tomb Raiding SEO, just <laughs> for fu- just for fun. But um, and the reason we call it Tomb Raiding is it is the way that we we do this is that we we take uh, we we go into Ahrefs and Semrush and we just take a huge list, the biggest list that we can find of all the, all of our competitors within within that space, mm-hmm. and then we use industry mes- metrics like uh, domain rating, domain authority, trust flow. Citation flow, um, the uh, yeah, um, what's the yeah, domain authority, um, page authority. And we get all of those metrics, and then we kind of add them all up for every single competitor, including ourselves. Mm. And then we see where they, where we sit in the um, the, the the competitive landscape. Like, where where are we? In a, that gives us a rough idea of like our authority versus our competitors. Mm-hmm. And we go into all, all of those that are below us in in that. In, you know, in that list, all those those clients, uh, clients, all those sites that are below us, go into those, and when then we we check out all of the all the keywords and all of the pages that they're managing to rank. Mm. With the thought being, well, if they're a lower authority than us, then and they're ranking for it, then we should be able to rank for it too. Mm. So we essentially then go in and go right. Well, we'll take those twenty pages from that site, and those twenty five pages from that site, and those thirty pages from that site, and we're going to write content based on those topics as well because if they've ranked so should we and that's why it's called tomb raiding because we're like we're we're stealing like the best uh best stuff from our competitors and um uh, and uh, using that to build a keyword plan so oh. i think once you've done that and you've really exhausted all of those competitors and found all of their their best jewels from the tombs from their tombs or their websites <laughs> then maybe then you've gone okay i've, I've done all that now at that point, you know, you um, you know, you might be getting some decent traffic, and you might be ranking, and you might be getting links, some links naturally, which means your authority is going up. But you might want to do that exercise again further down the road. Love but, it. Uh, you know, once once you've kind of exhausted those, then maybe you need to start thinking about okay, now I need some links so that I can jump up that list of competitors and then start raiding the, the people a little bit higher up. Oh, oh, this is just such a juicy strategy, tomb raiding. Like uh, you've just you've just <laughs> now have coined a term that you've probably had in the company that is, is going to be out in the public. It's probably going to be talked about now. So <laughs> that's awesome. I, I, yeah, I think we that's... Started, we've been... Go on. Sorry, go ahead. And we, we've been using that for like, we've been using this tactic for like probably towards 18 months. Um, five or six months ago, we actually started talking about it and we didn't have a name for it, but we had to explain it to people again mm-hmm. and again. And it's multiple steps, like I just explained to you. So mm-hmm. now we just say team branding SEO to our clients or to people we're talking to, and hopefully they get it because they've heard us talk about it before. So, um, yeah. It's it's a very generic strategy that you can use for like any site, right? It's not specific to one niche, specific to one type of business model. Uh, it's it's mm-hmm. great. It's And what I love about this is you don't need to go away and reinvent the wheel. Like these are all philosophies and principles that I like to teach in my mastermind is you don't need to go away and and make it up and just try things and test to see what's going to work. Competitive research is so underrated. Some people don't even know to do competitive research and the 
like he's talking about, the jewels are there. Like they're just there in front of your face. You just need to know how to find them with that strategy. Yeah. I think that what it makes, and it's, it's really good for people who are just starting out, I think this as well, because it gives you a very, very clear process for our site. There's a blog on our site uh, as well, which is called uh, What is Tomb Raiding SEO, which has got a video associated with it. So if anybody wants to check it out in more detail, like the, we're going to every single step of how to do it there. Cool. But it, if you're just doing keyword research and you and say, right, go and do keyword research and then people like open up a tool like Ahrefs and it's like, well, they just, they've just got um, keyword difficulty to go, keyword difficulty to go on, but that can be so far out. Like, it, like sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It's definitely not a reliable metric. Mm. So people go after the low, low DR and then uh, the low, sorry, low competition keywords based on tools like that. And, then they find out why they're not ranking. And, and we found that this is way more effective using competitors to say, well, we can see they've done it. Like, and uh, the great thing about this as well, when you think, when you start thinking about it in a little bit more detail is that you know, if I was to, to go away and do like what I call like standard keyword research, we're just going into Ahrefs, you're looking at mm. the keyword difficulty scores and stuff like that. What you'll find anyway with a lot of sites is that 20%, your, 80% of your traffic generally comes from 20% of your content. The rest is, is nowhere and isn't ranking. But it's, yeah. it was like a necessary evil. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a numbers game. Well, what we're doing, if you think about it here, what we're doing is we're going to the competitors. They've done all the hard work. Yeah. They've worked. They've we're worked. They're 20 When we're going in and say, well, we'll take those. Yeah, we'll take your 20%. Yeah. And, uh, and we found that we're getting much higher success rate because we're taking all those 20% instead of going, trying everything else out as well. I love it. I love it. So this is going to be another question that's going to be, a very it depends on the business and the niche uh but people are thinking people that have a content site or want to buy a content site they're like well, how much content do i need to actually publish a month like if if i want to get from say 500 dollars a month to a thousand dollars a month uh we'll talk about how much you you feel that publishing per month like how many articles per month should be published for that range and then let's move on to all the going from, you know, the 1,000 upwards. What's a gen like, what's your go-to answer for somebody? You, I know you're going to say it depends. We're going to have to see how it performs, but let's start with X amount of articles and, and what would that be? The answer I give is generally, well, it depends on two things, your budget and your ambition. Mm. <laughs> so Love it. like clearly like, the more that you can afford, the more content you got means that we're going to rank for more keywords. You're going to get more traffic and then get more revenue from it. And like the way, because Adam and I and, and our customers like been running portfolios for a while, we trust the process. So we'll start new sites and we won't see any, any traction, but we'll put a couple of hundred posts on there. And then mm -hmm. we'll work to the next one and we'll put another couple of hundred posts on there and another couple of hundred posts, um, and then wait and then see, uh, and then see what happens because, but I understand that people are just starting out. Like, they got to see it happening and do it a little bit, little bit, little bit, little bit by little bit. But so we have um, on our site uh, when you buy our site, like the minimum one is like thirty thousand words, like to to buy, and we and we don't do it for less than that because we, I don't think you can even call it a starter site if you've got less than mm. thirty thousand words. You think yeah, about if there's an average of two thousand words, an article you're talking about what's that five fifteen articles, like below that. Like you got nothing. It's it, you can't even call it a starter site. It's like yeah. nothing. Yeah. You've got to get at least 15, 20, 25 posts before Google's gonna really start taking notice as well. It's like oh, it, yeah. if if you've got a site with just a couple of pages, Google's saying that's that's nothing. That's just like a landing page. There's, there's nothing there's nothing gonna be of interest here. Mm. Um and, and and you want uh, multiple articles on on a similar topic in a way, because that builds topical authority. Well, if you've only got uh, five five articles, 
you haven't got much topical authority because there's not much to go on. And so, and we have monthly subscriptions and the minimum monthly subscription is 10,000 words. Like we could do less, but like, again, we just want to be realistic to people. Like if you're, if you're doing, if you want 2000 words a month, you, you're never going to get there. It's going to be mm. such a long period of time before you get there. Like, so we, we, we felt when we first, uh, great niche website builder site, so like, what's like the minimum that we'd really recommend, like to, that you're actually going to get something at the end of it. Like in a year's time, you've got 120,000 words and that's kind of worth, you know, you, you should start seeing some traction and stuff from that. So that's kind of like how we think about it. Yeah. It's, it's really hard. People are going to ask, have a question of like how, how much traffic am I going to get with 120,000 words? Like that's just impossible to answer because like you said earlier, it's every niche is different. You may have hundreds of posts that get the same amount of traffic as something that's got 50 posts um, or even less. So why do you say 120,000 words a year minimum to, to really get, you know, that's kind of, you know, if it's 2,000 um, words an article, so that's five articles a month, right? Uh, yeah. And so 120, so five, so that's like almost 60 articles a year. Why do you, why is that the number that you recommend for somebody to see a result? And what sort of result could you start to see in terms of where they're at to where they would be in a year? And yeah, just I'll let you come up with the examples, I guess. Yeah. So I think um, I, the, the reason we do it is because that I think that's the way that you're going to see some progress. Mm-hmm. Five articles a month. It'll be slow process. It'll be gradual progress, but you'll see it month on month. Uh, and the great thing about this whole business model anyway is like once you start getting some income is you can you reuse that to reinvest. So you, uh, you get to a point where it pays for itself mm. to get bigger and the asset just gets bigger and you never put any new money in. So you know, as things start to kick over, you can start to fund like that content monthly with the income that you're getting. And it, and it kind of that goes down and down and down and down over time until you're paying for it. Um, yeah, less than that, like we feel like it's just going to take too long to get there. So 60 articles, that's a decent decent number of articles. Um, mm. to, that's, a, that's a good start. Um, and from what you could earn from that, like it, 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 it really, so it, it could be maybe that you're earning after a year as well, depending on whether you had to come out the sandbox and things like that, it could, you could be as low as $50. It could be as high as a thousand dollars or $1,500 at that point. Like, uh, it, it, it varies so yep. wildly. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it depends on the niche. And but, although we always try to back the winning horse, as I mentioned before, like in terms of like starting multiple sites, that, that doesn't mean that any other site, if you only start one site, you can't get there in the end. Like what I always say is that if you're doing the right things, like, you just got to be persistent. Sometimes you just got to be more persistent with mm-hmm. some sites. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but generally, if you're doing the right things and keep going and you've you've not picked a, some crazy niche, then then you're going to get there generally in the end. But, you know, if you can, like, why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you back the winning horse on the one that's going to get you there quicker and more easily? Um, yeah. But it, that doesn't mean that any other site, it just takes a bit more time sometimes. That's right. You need to set yourself up for success. And this is what I tell people when they're buying a site is like, you can work, you can buy a, just any old site and you can work super duper hard to get growth from it. Or you can learn how to buy a good website and then the profit is made in the purchase. You're finding out how to mm-hmm. back, how to identify a winning horse. And when you buy a winning horse, 
you need to do less training, less work, and it's yep. going to get you a better result. Maybe you pay a little bit more mm-hmm. and you know how to find that diamond in the rough, but the really the profit is made in the purchase. And that's going to be the same for a, a premium age domain as well, right? Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, um, again, like the domains, you don't necessarily know which one's going to go good and which one's going to go bad. Yeah. Um, but, or, or not bad, like very, like I think what we, what we find when we say it goes bad is that some just tend to behave a little bit more like a, 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 a new domain. Um, where it might take six, seven months to come out the sandbox, where some will just take a couple of weeks. So it kind of varies quite a lot. So when I say bad, like generally, you're still going to have that backlink profile ultimately, even if it takes a bit longer to get there, uh, mm-hmm. to actually start getting some traction. Um, the, way, the way we think about sites as well, this, I think there's a couple of ways that you can buy sites uh, and and uh, you know, different kind of methodologies like in thinking about it. And you think about it like a house. Mm-hmm. You buy a brand new house that is pristine, that's done everything for you. It's already done. And you know that it's a solid site that's got, and it's, maybe it's, it's on an upward trajectory. It's always been on an upward trajectory and you're buying it at a point where it's, it's con- going to continue to go up. And you know that if you just apply it with more and more content, mm-hmm. then the chances are is that it's going to continue that trajectory. The other one, the other one is like, Maybe it's flatline. Maybe it's a, like a, a you know, house that you've got to do up. It's like it's one that's like old, run down. Um, but if you know how to identify those things that you could fix to give it a lick of pain and, mm-hmm. and and turn it around, then you can kind of flip that site often more quickly because you've done all, all you need to do, and then you can start to see so that the, the fruits of your labor turn that site around. Maybe add a bit more content and you can flip it quite quickly. And Adam does that a lot. Um, yeah he's more of a flipper guy flipping guy than me um but he he has got he has good success with doing that kind of thing guys if you haven't heard that podcast i did with adam adam made uh 18 grand in four months flipping a site so check that out um i don't know what he just flipped he just flipped sorry yeah he just flipped another one like he's had it about four months i think four five months he bought it for sixty thousand dollars um and just sold it for one hundred and twenty thousand dollars. wow um just from doing up it was one that was it was one that was on adsense i, I think this is the one like he he bought it it was on adsense and he moved it to his oic <laughs> and, <laughs> and did some other things to kind of do it up and like just by doing that like he it, like majorly increased the income and awesome yeah, awesome so, he, that's so that's yeah 60 60 grand in 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 five months that's yeah, he's done well. He's done really well. Maybe we'll have to get him back on. <laughs> I want to come back. I want to come back to the um, building a content site. Uh, now, once people realize, all right, cool, I, I need to be putting 10,000 words, you know, in per month to sort of see a result within a year. Where, at what stage do you start to mix in link building and building DR and I know that that's going to be subjective. I know that's, you know, you when you get to a point that you want to start ranking for higher keywords, that's at one stage. But if you weren't to use that statistical KPI, how would somebody think, all right, now that I'm started producing 10,000 words and I'm publishing that, I'm going to get a result within a year. When should they start thinking about let's get some let's get some backlinks? And what's the and then we'll talk about what type of backlinks break that down as well. Yeah. So again, it depends if, if they go for an age domain, then they might not too for might need not to for need not to for a long time. And it depends on the authority of the domain you bought. Mm. The bigger the authority, the longer you probably have to go before you have to build any more links to it. Mm-hmm. From a brand new domain, 
it really depends on the how easy it is to rank some articles within that niche. So I think it's the way that you would probably do it is you would uh, write content, you try and rank it, but you know, you've, you've got to wait six to 12 months really with a brand new domain before you start to consider about whether you want to build links and things as well. I mean, that's, that's not strictly true. Okay. So it's, you want to wait six to 12 months before you see the fruits of your labor in terms of content creation yeah. okay. and seeing, seeing that actually started to get some traction. And then, um, and then you're going to, go okay well okay i'm ranking for some of these easier articles can i continue to rank for some more of these articles through keyword research and if you're finding that you're not managing to do to achieve that then you probably want to build some links but i would say anyway within the first year as i said before the first links are the ones that have the most impact so build a build a few links anyway Mm -hmm. in that first month um and that could come from any number of things that could be um um like you know, kind of, uh, you know, directory kind of listing kind of links, um, where you're just building up kind of brand there or, or social media profiles, setting up a few of those. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, you could do a kind of a few things like that to kind of get things going. And when we're building links, obviously you've got to have to have at least a homepage to send a link to, but how do you determine what page you want to send your link to, you know, your top page, your second, third, is it something that you kind of identify like this page, we want to, you know, make sure we support it with another link. How do you work out which, um, you know, which link you're going to go for and, and where you're going to point it to? We have different link building services that we think we, we use for, di- which we, we use for different, different purposes, right? So um, I won't go into what each one is yet. We'll probably cover that in a minute. But so if you, if you want to, the, 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 the difference is that one, one, are you just looking to raise the overall authority mm. of the site? So by raising the overall authority of the site, uh, everything gets elevated. So everything, you know, you've got the, your chances of ranking for keywords across the board, across all of your articles just increases because you're raising the authority of the site. As long as you're kind of doing some good internal linking, so you're passing any link juice or anything that you do have like uh, in, on the site, like uh, throughout to those other uh, those other pages. Um, so that's one one type of link building. The other is like, um, you know, you want to target very specific pages. And the reason I think where you were kind of leading there is like, yeah, so we're, you know, the, the other type of link building is that, you know, you're trying to, uh, you know, rank specific pages. And I think that's kind of where you are like leading um, and or maybe the specific keywords that you're trying to rank. So the, the way this, you know, you would want to do this is that you would take a look at, you uh, know, something at all like Ahrefs, you'll take a look at the top pages section and you'd say, okay, well, what, what pages on my site are ranking maybe at the bottom of page one on Google or on the second page of Google that if I just inject them with a couple of links, um, will make all the difference and kind of push us up into the top half of the first page. Um, of course you want to take into account like what's the, um, you know, what's the volume that you can expect, how much, how much traffic you're going to expect. So you kind of want to take a look at that and take a look at, uh, yeah, those articles or keywords that are, you know, you're not far away from uh, ranking for um, on on the bottom of page one, page two, and you know, identifying those and, and, and pointing some links at those to to um, yeah to help push them onto the top of the first page. Now I'm gonna stop the podcast here because unfortunately we lost the last five minutes of the recording. But that said, I have great news. We're gonna get Mark. 
back on the podcast again so I can ask him more questions about backlinks. I want to be asking him which types of backlinks to use, at what stage in a website's lifecycle we should use those backlinks and why, and many more questions on scaling content sites. As always, a big special thank you to Mark from Niche Website Builders, not only for coming on and sharing some absolute gold here, but leading the way forward in content creation with Niche Website Builders and the team and building great content sites. Guys, go away and check out nichewebsite.builders. There's going to be links in the show notes. There's some great deals if you go to nichewebsite.builders forward slash Bob forward slash. So check that out. There'll be links in the show notes, like I said before. Now, I will speak to all of you guys again soon. Thanks for listening.